It's always a pleasure when we welcome our next guest to the show. He's back. Charles Barkley, the one and only, joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Chuck, how you been, man? Man, I'm doing great. Just playing golf every day, loving life. Uh, not doing not doing anything right now, but it's, everything is great. That's I got to tell you, super, superstar, your golf swing's looking better and better, Chuck. Yeah, I'm, I, I put a lot of time into it, a lot of effort. Shout out to my boy Stan Utley. Just shot a photo shoot with him and Aspen. I'm playing great right now. Uh, probably back down to a 10 handicap for wow. the first time in forever. Uh, been, I, play, I played every day for like the last two months. So uh, I'm excited, and uh, I'm going to keep getting better, though. Wow, that's awesome. That's great. Uh, to the basketball news, Chuck, uh, the Kevin Durant situation, we, we got caught by surprise that that was the solution that was offered right now, that he's going back to Brooklyn. Uh, are you convinced that that's a long-term fix, or you think it's still very temporary? Well, it's going to be it's interesting. I thought he was going to stay there the whole time because they wasn't getting any good deals. I mean, listen, if Boston had to take in Jalen Brown, uh, if the Nets had to take in Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for Kevin, Kevin, that would have been one of the stupidest moves of all time. I'm not trading him. And if I if I if I got to play against him and Jason Tatum for the next ten years, I'm not going to win. Boston would be a contender, uh, but. Uh, I thought he would end up staying there because they were they weren't going they didn't get offered anything I thought that was substantial. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but man, they're going to be tough to beat. But it's going to be interesting how his relationship with Steve Nash and Sean Marks is. They've got to win right away, or it's just gonna you know how they how they're going to do it in New York. They're going to talk about it every single day. Yeah, but they got a couple things in their favor. Number one, Kyrie can't be an idiot because he because he got he got to play well to be a free agent after the season. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Simmons, he's got to play well because he's got to prove everybody wrong. So man, if if they buy in, they could be really tough to beat. Kevin Durant, the thing about it, for him to go and ask for two heads on a platter, to ask for that a team fire a GM and a head coach, that's never been done before. What do you think Kevin Durant's legacy is going to be when it's all said and done? Well, I think it depends on if he win again. Uh, because, you know, he piggybacked, you know, all the old guys. He'd get mad when we said he piggybacked on the Warriors to win his first champion, two championships. But if you go back and look at his career as the best player and being a leader that all goes with that, he's been an abject failure. I mean, every time he's been like the guy who has to be the leader and the best player, uh, he has not had success. It's true. And that's what us old guys think about him until he becomes a leader and best player on a championship team where he has to deal with all the responsibility, all the media stuff that goes with it, expectations. So we're always going to hold that against him. Uh, but, man, he just seems like a miserable person, man. I call him Mr. Miserable. He's never going to be happy. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Charles Barkley. I mean, I mean you, you know, you got – Every, I mean, everybody's giving him everything on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was a man in, in, in Oklahoma City. They loved him. He owned the entire state. And then he bolts on them and goes to the Warriors. He wins back-to-back championships, and he's still not happy. He goes to Brooklyn. They give him everything he wants, and he's still miserable. 
That's why I call him Mr. Miserable. <laughs> Charles Barkley, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Uh, the Suns, uh, we know they were in, in the mix because KD had, had listed them as a place where he wanted to go. We don't know how far that went. We know the Suns obviously didn't have the package to land Kevin Durant, but they haven't done a lot of improving, and, and we're all still kind of shell-shocked here in Phoenix, Charles, about what happened at the in, in Game 7 against Dallas, and Game 6 for that matter. Um, what do you think the Suns need to do to improve? Well, if I were the Suns, I would have went for the KD deal. Um, I, I, I personally, because if you give me Devin Booker and KD and Chris Paul, I like my chances going forward for the next X amount of years. Because, uh, uh, you know, I heard Aiden and Bridges. I'm like, I might do that deal. I might do that deal. Uh, but, man, um, I was shell-shocked. You know, I'm not normally shell-shocked in a game, watching a game. Uh-huh. But Game 7 was the most crazy thing I've probably ever seen from an NBA team at home in a Game 7. Like, I know teams have lost Game 7s at home. But the way that game was over at the end of the half, uh, you know, we were sitting in the studio and Shaq and Kenny and Ernie looked at me like, what's going on? I'm like, dude, I'm in total shock right now. I have zero idea what happened. I've never seen, seen that situation before. Uh, but you see all the stuff that came out later. So it must've had some friction going on and, it just balled to a head. That's the only thing I could think of, to be honest with you. No doubt about it. And, you know, as a guy that put forth some monstrous efforts in Game 7, you know that, that that's where legacies are built. I'll I'll never forget what you did to the Supersonics at America West Arena in Game 7. When, when you look at the Phoenix Suns, I, this is going to follow them, isn't it, inside the league? I, I, I'm not sure there's a, a ton of league-wide respect for this basketball team after what they just put forth. Well, you know, it was a perfect scenario, to be honest with you, because they would have beat the Warriors because, you know, in a seven-game series, it's really just about matchups. And the Warriors did not want to see the Suns. I mean, the Suns were like a a kryptonite for the Warriors. They'd be athletic and big. That's what the Warriors did not want to play. So everything shaked out perfectly for the Warriors. Hey, they got a great team. You look at uh, Wiggins played great. Poole played great. Um, so, they, but they would have been a nightmare matchup. The Suns would have been; it would have been great for them. But man, you're right. Uh, uh, but the thing is, now the Suns are not going to be favorite going forward. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest problem they got. Because now, I'm going to pick the Clippers to win the West. Probably. Uh, that's just uh, you know. I don't know. The Warriors going to be interesting because. They got to figure out how they're going to pay all these young kids because obviously Clay's not the same, Draymond's not the same, Steph, you know he played great, but can you count on Wiggins and Poole? You got to count on Kaminga uh, going forward. Uh, I forget the big the big kid's name, James the, Wiseman. The number, James Wiseman. So they're going to be interesting because they got to start paying those guys soon. Yeah. And what's going to be interesting, we don't know what's going to happen with Denver, with Murray coming back. Yeah. So the Suns missed a golden opportunity where they were favored and probably should have won it. 
but man, going forward, I'm like I say, I'm probably going to pick the Clippers to win the championship. Going when we start getting ready, I said it already, but because uh, man, when they get everybody healthy, they've done a good job of getting making their bench better. I like the addition of John Wall. But if, if Kawhi and Paul George come back and they're two of the ten best players in the world, man, they're going to be really, really tough to beat. The by, by the end of the playoffs, and this has kind of become a pet peeve of mine, the Suns had become a team that they were just foul hunting all the time. They were just um, acting and grimacing and flopping. And What does that say about a basketball team when you get lost in the pursuit of that, when you get lost in that officials game, if you will? Well, you got to understand one thing about the playoffs. The, the, the longer the playoff goes, it's not like the regular season. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if the refs can do it intentionally or they get a memo or something. They gonna let you play during the playoffs. You're not gonna get those fouls where you jumping into people or where you flailing away. So you have to adjust. I mean, that's why you see a lot of guys complaining. And they, but they have to be smart enough to understand we're not going to get all the calls in the playoffs. Mm. And the one thing you have to really be careful of, you're definitely not going to get those calls on the road. Yeah. Uh, so, because uh, we are, we 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 used to always look at who the officials were. Like if you were going to play a really good team on the road, because a lot of referees they're scared to death. Once they make a couple of calls and the the fans start going crazy <laughs> on them, they're not going to call another foul for the next five ten minutes. <laughs> you know, right? We, 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 listen, we used to say, "Oh man, we got this dude. He's a coward. He he's not going to call fouls on the road." You know, so so they have to. You have to factor all that stuff in. Yeah. Uh, before we let you go, Charles, we appreciate your time as always. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, the Suns unveiled uh, the '92 '93 jerseys, 30 year anniversary. Can you believe it's been 30 years since you landed in Phoenix, man? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I ruined your day. Hey, no, has it been 30 years for real? Yeah, '92. Oh my God! Isn't man. that nuts? Hey man, it, I, I, first of all, you know, I, I said at Grant Woods' funeral, one of the greatest people I've met since I've been in Phoenix. Rest in peace, Grant Woods. Shout out to his family, one of the best people I ever met. I said the best thing about getting traded to Phoenix. I got a bunch of friends. Grant was one of them. You know, crazy Roy Green <laughs> is one of them. My, my boy, my boy Mike Pope. Uh, is a great friend of mine, but the main thing, man, I got a home. I'm not. I'm never leaving Arizona. The people are tremendous. I, I love living in, in, in Arizona. But man, I can't believe it's been that long. Man, I'm getting old. <laughs> we all are. Charles. You're just getting better, Chuck. <laughs> hey, hey, listen though. Hey, man, how excited are we about the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, I'm very excited about this offense. I'm just tripping a little bit about this defense. They're not spending a dime on this defense. Are you well, excited? I'm, Are you excited about them? I am. I'm a big time and Cliff Kingsbury fan. Uh, I like Cliff a lot. I think he's done a heck of a job making us relevant again. Same thing with Steve Kime. You know, I, I like the controversy in the offseason with Kyle and Murray. I like it because when you start holding your stars accountable, you know, I went through it with Jerry and I went through it with Cotton. You know, like, hey, 
well, you're the man. You got to be the man. I'm like, it is what it is. I understand <laughs> it. So I like the fact they challenged him this offseason. And uh, I think it's going to really pay dividends going forward. I really think it's going to pay dividends. But I told you, I'm a big Cliff Kingsbury fan and Steve Kahn, but I want to see Kyler Murray take the next step and be that superstar quarterback. You know, when they give you all that money, it changes the whole dynamic of your life. It comes with great responsibility. Hey, and and uh, I'm telling you, I'm excited. I think he's going to stand up to the challenge. I really do. I hope and they're right. going to be great. And, hey, listen, our defense is going to be fine. Trust me. Our defense is going to be fine. Charles, you're making some Cardinals fans feel yeah. better this morning. You're the best, man. Thanks for uh, joining Thank us, you, as brother. always. All right, guys. You guys be safe and take care of yourself. Thanks for having me. Yeah.